0: You're listening to Were You Still Talking?
1: They pump out your blood and they pump in a a new batch of blood and all of it is the blood
0: of children. All the big stars are going to be on TV now. I mean, it's just the way it's going. Your role, I think, will be played by Brad Pitt. What'd you wear? Uh, I wore my loincloth wrapped around my feet. Are you going by John today? And that's absolutely true. You feel it in every cell in your body. Yeah, you can, you can bend the truth and bend the visualizations no matter what your political affiliation.
1: You could have an alpaca. My a, a girlfriend's daughter recently got married and they had llamas or alpacas at the wedding.
0: A recording room. They recorded uh, a couple songs in the kitchen of Rumbo. So, wait, you, you, um, you, you microdosed before this, right? What? Hey, welcome back. This is another podcast with Joel Albrecht. Were you still talking? And in my studio today, I have Trav Bell, the bucket list guy. He is actually making a career out of the bucket list concept. He has a new book out, The Bucket List Blueprint. He's from Australia, so I'm going to maybe learn how to speak Australian. And he's got some really great concepts about living life now not waiting for the future. Not waiting for some imaginary time. where you are going to do things? It's a re- it's a great idea. And um, Trav, thanks a lot for coming on.
1: Charles, stoked to be on, mate. Thanks a lot for having us. Having having us. Having me. Yes, <laughs> I'm. And I'm uh, calling in from the future. So it's Friday here and Thursday there.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, it is. It's a. It's in the what? Nine nine twenty five in the morning or nine fifty or something like this. Yeah.
1: Yes. That's yes. nice. It's uh, no. and it's and it's the middle of summer here too. No snow, no. no we don't even have snow normally, so uh, yes, yes. I've got the shorts on. I have got the uh, the flip flops on, and uh, we're all good to go. Nice,
0: nice. Well, just knowing it's summer somewhere that helps. <laughs> <And> we, <laughs> we actually miss it all here in, or- in in Eugene, where I am. We we just get rain. It snowed. Yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> Fifty miles north of us, it was snow. But why well, I mean, would
1: you do it to yourself? I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> All good. So the bucket list guy. You you were in fitness before, and then you you changed careers, and now you're you motivate other people, and a lot of it is through this concept of the bucket list. How you know? How did that come about? Yeah. It's really incredible. Yeah,
1: the um well fitness fitness um that was my first business, so um I was in the personal fitness training industry for twenty years. Um and and. F- you know, I started with one client, tens of thousands of clients later, nearly two, 300 personal trainers working under under our brand, first to franchise personal fitness training in Australia, um, uh, over two million personal training sessions. Always loved helping people in, in health and fitness, a big part of my identity. But, I, um, you know, a few toxic sort of people came to my life, situations and circumstances. I found myself in a bit of a downward spiral, um, slipping into a, bad, a depression, um, albeit mild compared to what I've heard since. And um, I, yeah, I was in a pretty dark place. And, and I, you know, instead of going on like heavy antidepressants, which is kind of like more of a band aid effect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I wanted to get to yep. the psychology of what I was going through, always curious about psychology and stuff. So I, I, forced myself to go into a lot of personal development events and, you know, learn about life coaching, NLP, positive psychology, Akagi principle, law of attraction, all this sort of stuff. And uh, I worked through some of my some of my issues that I was going through at the time. And uh, it wasn't until a friend of mine sort of at the year, about a year, year and a half later said, Trav, why don't you teach this stuff? And for me, it was this big sort of aha moment would help me compartmentalize everything I was learning and everything that I've done. And so I put on a talk. It was like the – and putting on that talk, I was so scared of doing it. I was, but in retrospect, it was the big domino that I had to push over in my life to, you know, affect a lot of other things. And I put on a talk. Halfway through, I started sharing my list to do before I die. I always had one written down since I was 18, and a lot of people knew this about me. And, um, and then – you Know it really inspired the group, and then someone at the end of the talk said, Hey, how's all this list to do before you die stuff? Um, you're you're it's like a bucket list, you're like the bucket list guy. And I went ping, light bulb moment, went home and registered the bucketlessguy.com, and I've been doing that for the last 10 years, and uh, mostly as a speaker, which has afforded me to travel all around the world, speak at all sorts of different events, you know, uh, keynote presentations at conferences, and this sort of thing. and speak in some very random parts of the world and some very uh you know some hostile some loving crowds and i've got a heap of speaker stories there but uh knows but i've been i've been on that track you know for the last 10 years man and and you know they stay in thought leadership you know pick uh you know uh, you know pick something go an inch wide a mile deep and it's certainly done that and and really what i'm teaching is to help people live a regret-free life rather than a regretful life and you know to uh, we created some intellectual property around the whole bucket list concept and now we've scaled it out leveraged it out through our uh, three years ago um, we started certifying bucket list coaches around the world we have got certified bucket list coaches in 22 countries around the world now so or, or teaching this stuff within within companies and to individuals
0: wow that's amazing that yeah that's really incredible i mean um i like the i i think it's incredible i like that it just came to you you know from what you were doing it just kind of came to you and a light bulb went off and also that you you had to get over a fear of public speaking which is something i've never really related to but um it uh, mm-hmm. you're really good at it you sure got over it uh, do you still get nervous before you go in front of crowds, or is it? I do,
1: but I, but that you know, I do. But it's interesting you say that because you know, our fear, our fear. Um, although this sounds like a T-shirt or something you'd pick up from an Anthony Robbins seminar or something, but uh, you know, <laughs> fear. If we feel the experience of fear, it, it is a signpost. So if I find it's a signpost of what you should do. So for me, if I feel a fear in a public speaking, you know, like with a gig or something like that, that's exactly what I need to be doing. Yeah. So I've I've pushed me, I've really had to push myself into situations, um, into different gigs, uh, you know, and and uh, and it really does help you. You know, it really does expand on your model of the world and push you into a new zone. So. But that's what the whole bucket list concept is about. I say that, you know, with this and most of what I teach is based on positive psychology and positive psych is, is about helping people experience more meaning, purpose and fulfilment, more gratitude in their life. You know, I've just put this theme or I guess brand of bucket list over the top of it um, to make it more tangible, make it more commercial, make make it more palatable for people of all ages. So. Um, yeah, the uh, but you know, on the other
0: side, I always say that on the other side of
1: your bucket list is a you that you don't know yet. On the right. other side of your bucket list is a you that you don't know yet. So, the, so, and it's not just about ticking a whole bunch of cool stuff off. It's really about how we also reverse engineer a lot of you know a lot of the aspects of our life in order to make this stuff come to fruition. As the growth of us on this journey towards these self-imposed destinations. But most importantly, it's about the person that exists on the other side. And that's our potential. And, I, that, you know, if I'm going to do anything, I want people to get curiously excited about the person that exists on the other side. And, uh, you know, right now, more than ever, we know that people are dying at 40 and being buried at 80.
0: Right, right. And I, yeah, I've, that, that's an interesting way to put things, too. Um, I, I've yeah. experienced a, a, a long bout of. Um, of uh chronic pain so i know how uh things could there you know things can come along and really slow you down and spiral and it, out of yeah yeah things can kind of spiral out of control it's one of the reasons i started a podcast is because i was having trouble doing other things but it right. um it really goes along doing this has really been part of that concept that you know I'm talking to people I never would have talked to, and realizing stuff. Of course, I learned stuff about myself. With you know, mm. every time I talk to somebody, somebody else, and ta- and uh, reaching out to people from around the world, and um, mm. you know, re- uh, really can add things to my bucket list almost daily. <laughs> I have a long yeah, well, bucket you, list, but yeah, yeah, most yeah, of it's I travel. Mean, but there's about. other things, yeah.
1: That's what it's all about and, and you know, we, we live in a, unfortunately, we live in a delayed gratification society, I'll be happy when syndrome, you know, wait until someday or the perfect time to come around. We, we know that that's a, you know, that's all fiction and, you know, and, and so I'm, I'm doing my bit to help people be happier now and, you know, and, and I think, you know, that's why I'm on a lot of podcasts, doing a lot of media, doing a lot of talks, albeit virtual, um because you know depression is on the up and up anxiety uh, we've even got this thing you know, called the loneliness epidemic which is a real thing google it and mm-hmm. and it's uh, oh, yeah. the adverse effect of social media where we're all comparing our behind the scenes footage with someone else's highlights reel suicides youth suicides the overprescription of antidepressants then you go through covid you know on top of all that it's freaking scary to, you know, it's, what is it? 89% of Americans are what they call disengaged at work too, prior to COVID. So it's 89% of people go to work every day and are not into what they're doing. They're just like, eh, getting the paycheck, coming home. Oh, right. Like, right. it's called disengagement. Yeah. So a lot of people are just, yeah. dis- rather than just being disengaged at work, they're also disengaged in life. And so this, this whole bucket list concept, and that's why I wrote the book, is to help people be happier now, you know, help hopefully change the narrative, the conversation, separate their daily to-do list from their bucket list, put their own oxygen mask on first before they can go and help others. It's a really, it's a good opportunity, I think, right now while we take this big global collective deep breath in and really recalibrate. On, on what on what gives us meaning, purpose, and fulfillment in our lives.
0: Yeah, I really believe in that concept. I mean, I, I've, uh, a lot of the time during this this lockdown, I've been spending, uh, listening to motivational speaking and listening to people talk about different things. But that concept of, you know, one of the main things you can do for yourself is find your own happiness. It, you know, put yourself in a happy place. It's going to help everyone around you. It's, you people are going to be you know, feel a lot better about interacting with you, and they're going to, and it's going to make you feel better. Cool. That, that's a big, a big focus, yeah, I think. I it, it's something to yeah, really.
1: Or, or, or be one of these people that we catch up with them, you have a wine, beer, or coffee, and you feel like you need a washer or a holiday after you've caught up with them. You know, like, like there's energy givers and there's energy takers. And I think right now, why not do a stock take?
0: Right. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a good time. And a lot of people I have
1: called a heap of people lately because you know it's straight up because so many people have get caught up in politics and the covid and conspiracy theory and I'm like oh, dude I'm over it just just do what they say it's it's okay we're not living in china here it's okay we're not about to, just just go along with it and, and and I'm not saying everyone you know but, but there's so many people that that are um, yeah, it's, it's I've, I've I've really sorted out who who my who you know the, the kinds of inputs, the kinds of feeds, the kind of news that I want coming into, you know, invading my space. Um, I've I've really culled that. I've really chosen, um, positively chosen what inputs I, I want during this whole last six to twelve months. Um and some of them, unfortunately, I have culled it have been well, connections and because they're just not feeding me the kind of input that I choose to be fed.
0: I think that's a, a really healthy way for everyone to think about things. Um and I kind of preach this occasionally on the podcast. I just had someone on talking about mental health. And that that's a big a big thing is, you know, there are some positive sides of social media like when someone like yourself is on there and you're t- having a talk and you know your ha- your podcast is on social media oh yes he also has a podcast i didn't mention that in the opening uh he has Isn't a great that? podcast that's all about well, the, the bucket the bucketless list life the bucket list life and those are all done live right those are all oh, live. yeah yeah they are yeah yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. It's, it's scary
0: <laughs> it, it really does it really does make a difference when you do something when you do it at live for some oh, no, reason no, you get so no nervous take. Yeah. there's no second there's takes there's no second so takes
1: so I've done heaps I've done heaps of them and you know like uh, <laughs> so anyway it's, uh, there's more fear in the guests than me but um, no I mean look um, having been through depression you've had your own battles as well and I think mm-hmm. you know I think look, most people have had a breakdown before breakthrough moment Going through depression, you know, one of the biggest, uh, two biggest things that I did, right? One, I started writing five gratitudes every single night before I went to bed, right? So this is one of the tools that I want to pay forward to maybe someone who's in a similar place. I started writing five gratitudes before I get to bed because we overthink, don't we? And we're all overthinking all the time. We're so busy being busy. It's like, and our monkey mind doesn't switch off. So what is a circuit breaker? is if you write down literally remember the remember these things
0: know what's that not that's familiar a pen. A that's pen. a pen.
1: pen that's a pen no. we used to use I, these I, back I, in the day
0: don't they look Don't they look like this now it's a, see you're killing me a, you're killing my routine yeah, i'm holding yeah. up a, i'm see, holding up an ipad for the people who are listening yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: we got this thing <laughs> called a, a, a pen and paper i know it's so analog um, but the, the, <laughs> but there's actually a consciousness process of actually writing stuff down. In fact, if you write if you write stuff down, you got to, like goals, let alone bucket list item, you have got a forty two percent more likelihood of them actually manifesting. They so might as well write it. And there's even there's even research to prove that if you write down, you know, pad and, pad and pen, mm-hmm. versus even typing it into a document or into your phone, it's more of a conscious process by writing. So. Um, and it has a better effect. So the point is, what was I saying that? Five gratitudes every night. Writing five gratitudes every single night helps to turn that monkey mind off and it puts you into a better place. It affects the chemicals in your brain. Three's easy, five is really hard, and you do it at the end just before you go to bed. Um, and I think that was one of the most poignant, you know, one of the most pivotal things that that really helped me still do it, And it really does help five things. You really got to think about what went right today. What were some positive things that happened in my life today? I had an amazing coffee this morning. You know, I'm a long black drinker. When I drink, you know, it's like a double espresso kind of thing.
0: Oh, yeah. Now you're speaking my language.
1: Yeah, now, you know, (laughs) that's why I've got issues. But um, the point being, it's a strong, strong coffee. The stronger, (laughs) the better. But, you know, the creamer on top, the creamer on the top, it has to be perfect. That's where all the flavor is. Mm-hmm. I had one this morning. Perfect. So that's going on my list. The other thing, the other thing aside from just the five gratitude exercise, is to turn off the freaking news. Right? So we start the day, we finish the day, we bookend the day with bad news, you know, and I got myself when, when the coronavirus came out, I was right, I was watching the the news like it was the Super Bowl. I was just like clinging to you know, how many deaths today, how many new cases, how many, you know, it's like, all right, all right. And then before you know it, I'm going down this kind of downward spiral. And it's like, what am I doing? Control your inputs, Trav, switch off the news. Another big tip.
0: That is a really good tip. I, I realized um about six months in, I guess, that it's better if I just get that from two places. So there's a, you know, this guy named John Campbell that I've talked about a lot on my podcast who is very good at, at telling you the facts of what's going on in the world from a factual standpoint. He, you know, he really right. doesn't get into the political side of it. And then there's some, you know, local places that I see what's happening. And I try and steer away from the rest of it because, yeah, there's there's just way too much. The um, I like that you talked about a cup of coffee in your five gratitudes because I always think that's where some people get stuck. I love the idea of writing down gratitude whether it's a, a, at night is a really you know turning your brain off but anytime during yeah. the day one thing I always think people get stuck on is that it has to be something big like they you no. know right but this Just, is the
1: whole thing about with the bucket list too right because most people think of a bucket list is all the travel adventures that we want to do in our life you know and <laughs> and um and the book the the my bucket list blueprint it's a twelve-letter acronym for to help uh, to help people really go north, south, east, west in their own brain. They help us to extract and articulate a personally meaningful and holistic list. There's twelve letters to it. It's like a twelve-step program. It sounds a bit like AA, but yeah. at, the, at the end, of the, you might need a drink. You might need a drink before, during, and after it. But um, at the end of the day, it helps you really uh, create this personally meaningful. holistic list and some of the things on there will be small really doable like as of today and some of them are really big like the big travel adventures that we want to do but you know that's that's the fact of the matter the bucket list has got a negative connotation because it's you know maybe that i haven't got time i haven't got the money to do bucketly in my bucket list i'm so busy being busy no, you got it wrong because we, we've been sold this delayed gratification society. I'm into instant gratification as well because the stats don't lie and they're getting worse. So we've got to have some tools. We've got to have some sort of system to, to help people be happier now rather than later on.
0: Yes. know absolutely. what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah I sure yeah, do. Yeah. Real
1: tools yeah. that change, that, that help people right now. And, and I've been talking about this stuff before it was COVID cool. Before I even wrote the book, I've been talking about this stuff for ten years, and it's and it has helped people, you know, pretty instantly, which I'm stoked about. And mm-hmm. uh, otherwise, I wouldn't be doing it. I would, still wouldn't be, you know, running around the world as the bucket list guy, you know, ten years later,
0: which is uh, amazing too. When I was reading about you, you, I've been working on this book for ten years, but this these this last <laughs> ten months gave me the opportunity <laughs> Dude, to finish it. And it's yeah. only, and it's <laughs> only that it's only that thick. <laughs> Well, you're was a busy guy, freak, right? That's freaking <laughs> pathetic, isn't it? Talk about a battle of,
1: you know, perfectionism and procrastination over the last 10 years, you know, mm-hmm. the amount of edits. But, you know, um, but, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't write on my 2021 goals to finish the book again. I've been doing that pretty seriously for the last five years. And it just because of, you know, when I'm, when I'm, you know, on flights and running around the world doing what I do, uh, you know, the schedule is pretty chaotic, and and I'm also founder CEO of of certified bucket list coaches as well. So I've got a fair bit on. Excuses, excuses, excuses. Trav, just get the freaking book done. Thanks, COVID. Thanks for the lockdowns. Thanks for no flights. So I am for. I can't believe it. I said in an oh, email the other
0: I'm
1: I'm I'm grateful for COVID. There you go.
0: Well, you you know. It happens. I mean, you got to be grateful for for whatever comes up. That's the thing. I mean, mm. every different things happen in our lives, and uh, we we get through it. And most of the time, we get through it, and and we're better off for it. And mm. I yeah. mm. I do actually have a pad that I write all my notes down on. This is how I do all all of my uh all of my podcasts. Oh, it's actually writing down there. Yeah, yeah, I Actually, write yeah. them down. I write down my my questions. Because <laughs> I did want to, <laughs> I did want to, and it does work better. And actually I've done, I do some acting and as an actor, a really good acting tool, you got to write out your lines. Because when, oh, when really? you write yeah, something, yeah, yeah, you yeah. when you write something out, it puts, it gets it in your brain somehow that, that no other way will. And so Is when that you're, an acting tool? Yeah. You got to
1: write some stuff down. Oh, there you go. You write oh, it right. down. No. If you're, no. I mean,
0: if you're some kind of, um, uh twenty year old kid and you remember everything you see, that's a different story. But some of us <laughs> some of us have problems remembering and when you write it out oh. uh another thing you do is you write it with no punctuations. That that's um Wow. That's another big trick. So that you're not stuck on what the the writer meant uh, or was getting out uh, of it. So you, okay, you look, cool. you know, then you, you put not, your own
1: thing in there. Yeah.
0: Then you, you let your character say it instead of, you know, how it was written necessarily. Unless you have a director oh, that wants hack. it as written. Yeah, that's a good one. Good hack. Yeah. Good hack. Yeah. It works well. Yeah,
1: interesting. Yeah.
0: But writing an so out. I'm getting,
1: oh. I'm getting, you know, I'm 47 now, a little bit of gray in the beard and, and hair. And uh, yeah, so I need all these hacks it's, uh, to get my memory going. I'm not certainly one of these 20 year old kids that remembers everything. My 14 year old kids seem to remember everything and play a video game and do an app and do this and do that and do that. I haven't got the attention span. Yeah, it's
0: disgusting. No, I'll get, oh. uh, I've gone to several sets and uh, these are very small time sets. It's not like I'm a, I'm a major actor, but uh, there'll be 20 year old kids who haven't even looked at the lines and they've got their phone out and they're reading their lines <laughs> with their phone out. And I'm like, your line is this or that, you know? And it's not because, uh, I have a better memory. It's because I've worked on it all <laughs> night. You know? I've done some homework. So. Oh, wow. So how's That's the like acting?
1: There. How's the acting going?
0: Well, right now is, it's pretty slow. Pretty one slow. Of the,
1: so, so check this out. Um, so, one of the things on my bucket list is to act in a. In, is to do some acting. You know, mm-hmm. act in a movie or something like that. Uh, and I guess when it. When do you, when do you go from extra to to act so to actor? Is it when you actually say something?
0: Yes, when you okay. actually say <laughs> something. There, there's actually there's actually something called a featured extra, which if you see a guy, you know, in the background and he enters the scene and he goes to the bar and he gets a beer, that might be a featured extra. Or someone standing at the corner and they're looking at their watch and he's that's the only person at the scene and they don't have a line, so they're an extra. But so that's one step before actor. When See, yeah, okay.
1: So so I actually, if I was a featured extra, dude looking at his watch near the stop sign, right? Um, can I then say tick off my bucket list that i an act? I, I've I've done acting.
0: Well, now you can be the only one uh, that answers that question, <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: I, <laughs> only I, you I could, can answer I, that. I'm I not going to no, take could, that away from you. I couldn't. Could, uh, <laughs> don't rip my dreams and hopes away from me.
0: Y'all. Well, just uh, remember some of the best performances ever were, were the ones with very few lines. I mean, if you watch some of the does, best actors. No, it still doesn't you know, help, man. It still yeah. doesn't help. Um, <laughs> no, you, so, to be quite honest with you, you live in a major city. You could get in the part, you, you've got a face. Uh, you know, it's easy to look at. You're used to being in front on, of that, cameras. That mean? It means that there's mean? a lot of opportunity there. So start.
1: You're uniquely, uh, you're uniquely ugly, and I reckon they'd be. You know, no, no, you're, you're, you're obviously videos. a
0: good looking guy.
1: Heaps parts for weirdos like you.
0: <laughs> you're the type that everyone uh, gets pissed off about because it's the only thing you see in Hollywood. Plus, you know, you're, oh, aus- you're Australian. You're Australian, so that means that you could get a part here, and you know, easy, easy peasy. I actually wanna oh, wow. I want to get really good at the Australian accent, so I can trick Hollywood yeah. directors and so yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm from Australia, mate. Yeah, because <laughs> they get a lot of work here. Shit, yes. <laughs> they must have better training for actors. But to be quite honest, uh, yes. find some, find a class. Because that's how you get into movies. If you really want to do it, uh, acting classes are v- always, they better be, a comfortable place to work your art, to learn what it is. And acting, you'd be amazed how much you learned about yourself doing some acting exercises. You do See, them anyway, I'm sure, because you're a speaker. So you do a lot of yeah. acting stuff. Yeah, it's,
1: it's yeah. funny, isn't it? Because, you know, it, it, it's... I only, you know, and this is, like, again, tying it back to the whole bucket list thing because, you know, doing a talk internationally was one of the big things on my bucket list back in the day. Now I've talked on every continent except for Antarctica. Um, still waiting for a gig at the Science Centre <laughs> or something down there. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and and doing the TED Talk and doing the book, it's all all about self-expression and and acting sort of came out like acting in a in a movie or something like that you know came out literally in the last only couple of years I'll put it on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. Um and but that being said it's it's you know you you if you don't pursue this bucket list you never you never know where it can take you.
0: Right? Right?
1: You know, you're always discovering yeah. new things that 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 you want to do. And look, I've got over three hundred and fifty things on my bucket list still to do. It's wow. So, like wow. you know, like I'm doing five things at the moment. So it, 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 at the end of the day, even during lockdown. So the point mm-hmm. is, the point is it's not just one thing, then another, and then another. It's these smaller things that that give you the the momentum and motivation to smash through the bigger ones. It's about choosing happiness, it's about living intentionally. know because i i compartmentalize and i encourage other people to take this on too try it out where you know your business or your job or your career is is really designed to do two things and two things only produce two things and that is cash flow and also time flow it's not the end point you know right And, and we use those resources to do the things on our bucket list our I say a bucket list is a tangible life plan where our career plan or our business plan should fit into our life plan and not be the other way around. So yeah, that, it right. really it really is about um, optimizing this vehicle to produce those results so we can go and do our bucket list. The double bonus if you actually love what you do and it's hitting, hitting your values in terms of your internal rule book and you actually love what you do, you're passionate about it, I think that's the holy grail, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I find I find that to be true more and more, more every day. Because I sure love doing the podcast, and um, you know, as as it grows, I'm probably going to be able to do it more. So you were you kind of touched on something I did want to ask you about. One was um, bucket list items that you've done. Is there is there some that stand out for you? And then I'll make it a two part question. What you know. Mm-hmm. What are the things uh, on? What are five things on there now that you you still want to do that are on your bucket? Oh,
1: that's easy. Well, one is one is act.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: two, I'm I uh, as a reward for getting getting the book out two weeks prior to Christmas, I actually bought myself. Uh, and I'm not. I think this is the entrepreneur curse. We don't reward ourselves very very well. But mm-hmm. I did, and I bought myself some. And I'm 47. I'm going to grow up. I bought myself some DJ decks, right, <laughs> right. four-channel four mixer, yeah. four-channel mixer. I've spent years, countless hours on the other side of the decks and listening to music. And I, I can't play a musical instrument to save myself, you know. Um, uh, but, but being behind the decks mixing music, mic, you know, which is a self-expression of the type of music that I like, um, and there's all ranges of, of stuff on there, different playlists and stuff mm-hmm. I'd like to dj 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 a party that's on my bucket list sweet so sweet. um and <laughs> yeah. so hopefully everyone in the audience is not like you know 60 and and you know we're or everyone wants beatles or something but um it, it, but the point is i want I want to Dj my own um you know that uh, also uh what have we got? Swim with the Whale Sharks, uh, that's on the, and also to do a stand-up comedy gig as well. So there's some of the things on the bucket list that I can do here in Australia, not having to travel anywhere. Um, and I, I've done the book. What else have we got? One are the most immediate ones. I think that's about, and, and we're obviously growing. One of the legacy pieces is uh, continuing to grow the, Certified bucket list coaches uh, network that we've got around the world, which I'm founder CEO of as well. So we've got you know them in in all these countries around the world, 22 countries around the world, and uh, you know we've even got bucket list coaches in parts of the world where if you actually where if you actually translate the word bucket list, it makes no freaking sense at all. But they still get it and still oh, doing programs. Uh-huh. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah that's so it. that's a legacy. That's a legacy play. That one and. And the others are, are more self-expression, I guess. Um, the most poignant ones over the years. Uh, oh, dude, I had lunch with Tim Ferriss, you know, the author of the Four Hour Workweek. Oh, um, the
0: second biggest podcast in the world. Yeah, I've heard of him.
1: Yeah, I had, I had lunch with Tim um, when he came to Australia. So I wanted to meet him, let alone have lunch with him. Uh huh. Um, it's amazing what some hard, hard stalking will do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. Uh, but but uh, that you
0: know, he's met a lot of people that way himself. So uh,
1: that's it. Yeah, yeah true, yeah. true that. Oh um, uh, look, I've done a you know nine man triathlon. I've travelled the world uh, with my with my dad, um, and I've got a whole other story around that. How we 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 I'm adopted. How we kind of you know didn't see eye to eye growing up.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: when I became the bucket, this guy, um, he you know we we reconnected really reconnecting now we're best mates. Um, we've done Mount Kilimanjaro together. We've done the Kokoda track in Papua New Guinea, which is a big hike. Uh, we did Machu Picchu, um, did the Inca Trail, then Machu Picchu on the morning of my 40th birthday. And I've taken people around the world with me and we've and we've done advanced base camp on Mount Everest uh, through Tibet, you know, and and we've got hopefully a whole lot of other adventures to go. And now, you know, Dad and I that 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 story you know that, that whole thing started because of my bucket list you know that, mm-hmm. that was a very poignant um, and pivotal pivotal uh, reason why I do what I do, and I know that's greatly affected a lot of father and sons over the years who have heard these stories um, one of the most confronting ones, apart from the book, apart from doing the TED talk and that sort of thing um I used to, when I became the bucket list guy, I used to, you know, people used to dare me to do stuff and I, you know, because of my own ego, I'd, I'd go, oh yeah, yeah, I, I don't do that now, I've got four kids in my life now and I don't do stupid shit, but I said yes to this one. I was a nude model for an art class.
0: Well, <laughs> that's not dangerous except to your ego, right? That's, uh, that's, that's incredible. Uh, yeah, no, not, no, not no. something that's ever been on my bucket list, yeah. but... That seems hard. I know,
1: uh, look, Joel, I know you're about to put it down there. So, look, just get out your pad and pan. I've got some tips for you. Number one, tip number one, if you're going to be a, a life-drawing nude model for an art class, um, mate, number one tip, don't do it in the middle of winter. True story.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> tip number two, tip number two, don't do don't do it in the coffee uh, It – don't do it in the – Don't do it in the art studio that's next to the coffee shop where you get coffee every single morning, right? Where the gay barista who also likes art just so happens on that night serves you coffee every single morning. So let's just say, you know, from there on. You had a new relationship. (laughs) I've got a little (laughs) bit more uh, sugar in my coffee if you know what I mean. Um. (laughs) And number three, ensure that you're the only person posing on the night. So, you know, I go, I de-robe, they give you this robe and I undressed and, and I stand awkwardly in front of, you know, 10 to 12 easels.
0: Mm-hmm. They're
1: all in art mode. They didn't give a shit. Uh, my stuff, not theirs. And uh, in walks a younger, hotter girl. I'm a heterosexual. Um all right, she's gonna jump behind an easel, paint my bits. No, she undresses, stands right next to me. Oh dear! Now well, we're that, in trouble.
0: Didn't that help with the being too no. cold part? No. Not <laughs> <laughs> you're
1: I'll Joel. I'll, I'll, I know it's your joke, but I'll do the jokes. All right. So, all right. Um, so, so I've never said that before. That's a good one. And write that. Um, but yeah, I like I said before, and you know, one part of your brain's like, don't look, don't look, don't look. So the other part of your brain just took over. Look, oh dear. So I, like I said before, I've done a lot of psychology work, NLP, positive psychology, learn all this. I just had to channel all of that to quote unquote to- talk it down, if you know what I mean.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: It was the it was the hardest pun intended half an hour of my life.
0: <laughs> that always seemed really hard to me. And and for the actual posing, because my um my wife's an artist. She's worked at art schools, and yeah. so she's actually hired new too. models. You know, that's oh really okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, being a new model is is actually can be work. That can be a lot. Of, that's that's
1: yeah. No, that the worst thing difficult. is Joel. They paid. They paid me fifty bucks. I felt like a cheap whore. <laughs> well, at
0: least they didn't pay you twenty
1: five. Hey as saying so the
0: classics 20 bucks is 20 bucks that's right <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez that's a good one now i lost my i there was something i was going to going to say about that but anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> exactly well i know you have uh, what is it four other podcasts you're going to be on today
1: yeah, yeah, I'm on four today, and I've got four to run today. one of my own as well. So yes, be talking all day. This could be, be interesting at the end of the day when the family wants to speak to me.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, I know how that is. Because mm, I get yeah, a good three hours is pretty much enough for me. But uh, no, I think you know, I'm already
1: I, suffering from a bit of Zoom fatigue, and it's only uh, ten o'clock in the morning.
0: Wow, and that is that is a weird thing. Zoom does wear you out. It really does, especially – Oh, yeah, know, yeah. I, I'm, I've been is. doing a
1: lot of keynote presentations, you know, mm-hmm. virtual keynote presentations. And the other night I had 300 people on it. And you're holding the space for 300 people. Normally when you're doing it, you know, live on a stage, you're only talking to the fr- you know first couple of rows because you can only see – I mean, this is what I, us actors, Joel, That's right. this is what we have to – this is the cross we have to bear, don't we? Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> we we, we yeah. only do- – this is—we're only dealing with the first couple of rows because because the lights in our face. But uh, no, when you're when you're on Zoom, you have got every single face. It's like a massive Brady
0: bunch. That yeah, I never thought about that. That's got to be hard because uh, there's a uh, yeah, and there's a lot of people doing Zoom performances. They're doing plays on Zoom, basically reading oh. plays on Zoom, which oh. I, I thought about for about a minute, and then I thought, wow, that <laughs> would <was> really—I <No. laughs> don't think so. It sounds like oh. torture uh yeah. yeah i mean a good actor sees no audience there's no audience there it's a wall but it's, is that another tip it's a bit. actually it is yeah you know they talk about the fourth wall that's that yeah that's that wall yeah there's nothing yeah. there it's even harder with a camera because sometimes the camera's right in your face you're used to it now but when there's a lens really close to you and you're not supposed to look at it yeah that, that can be tricky hard not to it's mm. hard not to and even a lot of times you have to turn your head past the camera oh, I've messed up a lot of takes that way where I'm turning past the camera but you kind of hesitate. There's yeah, the lens. Yeah. yeah, they don't like that. That's not, that's not appreciated. But listen, yeah. uh, I should wrap this up. I should let you go. Um, I really, really appreciate you being on. Uh, this has been Joel Albrecht and this is, were you still talking? And today on the show, I've had Trav Bell. Your website is
1: thebucketlistguy.com. And if people want a book, people are watching or listening, I'm holding up a book right now. It's got my ugly mug on the front of it. It's called the My Bucket List Blueprint. So they can go to thebucketlistguy.com forward slash book to grab a signed copy, which a lot of people have been opting for, or oh, they can you know connect with me on the socials. But I want you to actually write it. Like, if you're going to do it, like write it in the book. It's written like a guidebook. And you're going to send me your bucket list too. Joel, I want yours, mate. I'll hold you accountable to that. I want you to send me your bucket list once you've completed it.
0: Oh, it's a lo- okay. It's already started. I could do that. I could I send you a draft copy, I guess. That would be Please. fun. Actually, Please. absolutely. Yeah, I've got yeah. quite the bucket list. One of them I'm is on the hunt. I'm
1: on the hunt. Yeah. I'm on the hunt for 365 other bucket lists.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Hashtag, Hashtag next book.
0: All right. That's fantastic. So, everyone listening, Go on the website, get the book. It'll all be in the description of the podcast, links, etc. Thank you so much for listening. And as I always say, be good to yourself. Be good to each other as well. I got that backwards today, but you get the idea. Thanks for listening.